podcast <laughs> about YA books and Nick Cage, but it's been a while. Yeah, and sometimes our cat is a menace, which she is right now. Yeah, Cheeto is a menace. Uh, Bombadil is elsewhere. Yeah, he's being fine. <laughs> Cheeto is trying to take down our shoddy attempts at soundproofing. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we're back. We're back with a thriller. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> it is the wonderful quintessential YA book Angus Thongs and Full Frontal Snogging by Louise Renison. I never knew that oh was the was the title because they changed it for the, the movie, movie. It was Perfect, Perfect Snogging. Because I, I guess they couldn't say Full Frontal. Yeah, I saw the movie once. How was it? Um, Awful? I truly do not recall that. <laughs> I mean, I saw like when it came out. Yeah. Like Teen Nick or whatever it yep. on. Truly don't remember. I don't remember it being good, but I also don't remember it being especially bad. All right. So we'll see. But yeah, it's been a while since I read a book with a plot and this doesn't have one either. You love to see it. Um, but honestly, me reading books that have no plot makes sense because when I try to write something, I'm horrible at writing plot myself. So, whatever. So the description, it's actually very short. Georgia Nicholson's life is far from simple. Her cat, Angus, is the size of a small Labrador. (laughs) Okay. Her three-year-old sister may have peed somewhere in her room. (laughs) And her best friend, Jazz, thinks she looks like an alien just because she accidentally shaved off her eyebrows. Oh, my God. Enter the sex god. (laughs) Sex god? Sex god, yes. Okay. This just might turn out to be the most fabity fab year ever. What? (laughs) That's the whole description. I like that the eyebrows thing gets a shout out because that's a very minimal portion of this book. So this sounds like a book with no plot. Yeah. So right off the bat, I have to say this book is dumb as hell, but it's a pretty like funny read. Like the humor does hold up if you like that kind of humor where it's just like kind of crude. Oh. But it is pretty funny, I have to say. Um, Like the protagonist is pretty annoying, but like she knows she's annoying and everyone around her knows she's annoying. Good. So like... It all, it all works out. That that fits for uh, British literature. Yes. Um, it's also very much a product of its time. Because <laughs> oh. there are some things that are said that are just not okay to say. Oh, can't we? We've had a few of those so, throughout the uh, podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so for those who don't know, this is a diary style novel. Um, so it's all from the point of view of this girl, Georgia. Um, and... <laughs> Because she's English, they had to include a glossary at the end. Oh, you love to see it. For all the us confused Americans. Like, they even had a part of the very first page. Are you going to quiz her. me on the glossary terms? Um, here, let me, let me flip to a random page. Poxy. Poxy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Um, I'm going to go with... Uh, is it food? Is no. it food? Is it like no. a household You're object? I'm guess this. It's, um, social studies class. <laughs> no. It's from Old English, the pox. Like, the disease? Like, yeah, freckled, so, like, yeah, pox? Yeah, so it comes from that, and the expression poxy means horrible. Horrible? Yeah. So, there you go. My original guess was going to be, like, pandemic, because it had pox in it. I was like, Whoa. Yeah, well, you were you were along the, the, okay. the right, you know, right track. Well... Uh, but yeah, the, the first page is like, hey, Americans, just so you know, like, I put a cool glossary in the back. Anyway. That's the, um, that, that gives me the same vibes as, uh, 
English translations of manga explaining the honorifics. Oh, yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Um... Anyway, so we begin in August. This is also told in the months, which is fun because some months are only like four pages long. Anyway, so it's August and there are six things wrong with George's life. Oh, she's left-handed. She's actually not (laughs) left-handed. I mean, it's unconfirmed... She could be, but that's not what's wrong with her life. Okay. Um, number we one. List. <laughs> number one. She has one of those under the skin spots, a zit, that will never come to a head but lurk in a red way for the next two years, which is an absolute mood. Um, but hers is on her nose. Uh, Ooh, that's, th- that's number two. It's on her nose. Number three. She has a three-year-old sister who may have peed somewhere in her room. That's never resolved. Oh. Good. Um, number four, in 14 days, the summer holidays will be over, and then we'll be, it will be back to Stalag 14 and Oberfuhrer Frau Simpson and her bunch of sadistic, quote, teachers. Oh. Five, she is very ugly and needs to go into an ugly home. <laughs> <laughs> and number six, she went to a party dressed as a stuffed olive. Wow. So to combat these difficulties, she's trying a technique for emotional confidence she got from her mom's Cosmo, which is to recall, experience, and then heal. So that that feels like something they did print in Cosmo. Yeah. So she has her friend Jazz come over and they go over the party, which is the recall portion. Um, she blames Jazz for the stuffed olive thing because even though it was George's idea, Jazz didn't stop her like a good friend should, oh. and even helped her make the costume. So basically, they made like a, a cage out of chicken wire and then covered it in yeah. paper. And then her her head was the pimento, so she painted this her face is red. Literally, AU um, to kill a mockingbird. Great. Yes, <laughs> it's just like that's yes. literally the ham costume. Yeah. So, um, it was very funny at the time, but then she had to go down the stairs sideways because she wouldn't fit. Um, and then things further went downhill with her cat, Angus, who she explains is possibly half domestic tabby cat, half Scottish wildcat. Okay. Which is why he is so large. They just found him in, like, the Scottish Highlands on a vacation. Yeah, it's a Scottish Maine Coon. Yeah. So, uh, he attacked the costume. They had to make repairs. <laughs> and then she couldn't fit in her dad's car, so she had to walk alongside while he drove. This is this is the ham costume. Yeah. So, when they finally got to the party, everybody laughed at first and then just ignored her for the rest of the night. Um, and then as they're talking about it, Jazz makes a comment that boys don't like girls for their funniness, which offends Georgia because she likes being funny. And then Jazz just awkwardly leaves. Okay. Um, and after she's gone, Georgia's like, I'm already fed up with boys and I don't even have a boyfriend. I hope I don't become a lesbian. What do lesbians even do anyway? What? <laughs> this, this lesbian thing will go on for the rest I'm of the book. I'm sorry. <laughs> What? <laughs> she will go through the rest of the book being like, maybe I'll become a lesbian. Or like, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it and then like it just it keeps going. Well we will revisit this later. I'm sorry, but that what? Yeah. Yes. So oh a few days later she goes on a walk with some other friends and decides to they all decide to speak French the whole time. Oui, je m'appelle <laughs> So this trip is called La Marche avec Mystery. <laughs> La Marche avec Mystery. Um so while out they'll like ask random passers by for directions as like a prank. <laughs> Um, and then eventually they find this really hot guy and nobody wants to go up to him so she goes and and he knows French no oh uh this is what she says which is I know what this all means but I wanted to say it anyway because it's in French okay 
Excusez-moi, Excuse je suis me. français. I'm French. Je n'ai pas les langues. Parlez-vous français? Do you speak French? Yeah, so he takes her to a French patisserie and has the shopkeeper talk to her in French and then she just awkwardly leaves. As someone who watched a lot of British um, shows in high school, this feels right. This feels like it would yeah. happen on either... There's a show called My Mad Fat Diary that I watched. Oh, yeah, I know about yeah, that show. Yeah, and then also this seems like something from The Inbetweeners. Mm. So, I'm so, liking it so far. Yeah. Other than the horrible homophobia. Yeah, so that's... That is not... You, honestly, not okay. my interpretation of the whole thing was like... Possibly just an internalized homophobia thing. They didn't have the lesbian side TikTok back then. Yeah, because it really goes on throughout the entire book. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so the next day she starts talking about her dad and how he's not like a real dad because he talks about feelings and stuff instead of doing DIY (laughs) projects around the house. And then she's like, I want my boyfriend, provided she doesn't become a lesbian, um, to be emotional, but only about her, like Mr. Darcy. <laughs> God, what is with people and she's that just... fucking book? Is it good? I don't I think don't, it well, is. Well, from the movie specifically. The movie? Oh, oh, fuck. What's that guy's name who plays him? Yeah, it's specifically like him. I don't know his He's, name. I don't know. I forget his name, but he played the lead detective in, assuming it's the version that I'm The Kira Knightley version? Y- yes. Yeah. So Mr. Darcy in that is on this BBC show called Ripper Street, where he's <laughs> the head of the police in uh-huh. Whitechapel right after Jack the Ripper. It's a gr- I only watched season one, but it was a great season one. Um, <laughs> We're already, already tangented. Well, so she would love it, it, it to be him. I don't find him that attractive. Well, anyway, August comes to an end and she starts worrying about what she's going to wear to school and decides... Classic. That she, yeah, well, she has a uniform. So. Wait, what? She's, like, just trying to decide if she should wear a skirt or pants, basically. Um, But she also decides that she needs to pluck her eyebrows. Well, this is early 2000s. Exactly. So she can't find her mom's tweezers, so she goes rummaging around her room and eventually finds them in her dad's tie drawer, along with a, quote, special apron, which is alarming. Um, And this part also has minimal resolution. Because she takes this... Special apron? To be, like, an apron, like, he wants to dress like a woman. That's her interpretation of there being an apron in his tie drawer. So. Um, there's, between the homophobia and this, like, fragile masculinity, like. Yeah. So, anyway, she starts plucking her eyebrows. Okay. Um, and then switches to a razor. Um, and in the end, shaves off her eyebrows entirely. Hey, a girl on the Tyra show thought that was going to be a trend one day. Fucking it wasn't. Tyra thought that. Well, on she shaved. Oh, well, yeah, she shaved this girl's eyebrows on yeah. the show. Yeah, she was like, she's CEO. like, I want it. the the Vogue models are doing it. Like, she I, want, I think it's going to be the next trend. I mean, it's kind of a trend now to bleach your eyebrows, but shave not them at off? the time. Some people shave them off yeah. to draw new ones on. Well, anyway, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, so Jazz comes over the next day and she tries to draw them back on with eyeliner, which goes terribly. And then that night, Georgia decides that only her little sister Libby is nice because she, quote, was stroking where her eyebrows used to be. <laughs> and then she went off and brought me a lump of cheese. Great, I have become rough. I love small children. <laughs> Honestly, her little sister is great. 
Um, a few days later, she's thinking about marriage and says that if she marries or, as is more likely, become a high-flying executive lesbian, she's never going to do housework. <laughs> high-flying? I like how she went, what did lesbians ever do to? I'm going to be a high-flying executive lesbian. Well, no, she just doesn't understand the concept of a lesbian. Oh. Uh, she can't comprehend two women being together. Okay. She can comprehend them existing in society. Oh, okay. Yes. I thought she meant like lesbians have never done anything in society. No, no, she doesn't understand what lesbians do with each other. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Moving on. So then her friends come over that afternoon, and she makes some instant coffee, which she says you can make it kind of like espresso if you mix the coffee and sugar until it becomes a paste and then add water. Okay. And I'm just confused Why? how you mix instant coffee and sugar and make a paste because those are both dry. And I don't think it makes it like Wait, espresso. run that by me again. Okay. From, run me by this. If you mix the coffee and sugar for a long time, she specifies, until it becomes a paste and then you add water, it's kind of like espresso. Um, if by sugar you mean, like, molasses? Yeah, like if it's a syrup? I could see um, that. British people, is your sugar liquid? I'm so confused. <laughs> I'm also just picturing, like, a mortar and pestle, like, five hours of grinding. Yeah, I'm and like, like, maybe your sweat like drops in and it turns it into a paste. Yeah, or, like, is she doing it over the heat? Like, I don't know. Um, um, clearly she would be really into whipped coffee. Yeah, I was like, this is, like, an early Dogona thing. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that was a good time in the pandemic. <laughs> Bring back Dalgona. Oh, that was whipped lemonade? Whipped lemonade. Why oh, don't try that? Yeah, I, I'll try it. Yeah, we'll do that. We just need a can of uh, sweetened condensed milk. We can get that. Yeah. Anyway, so her dad tries to get her to go out with their family that weekend, but she says that rat woman does not go out, so she stays home. She's also still trying to grow out the eyebrows, so... <laughs> rat woman? She, co- she will now refer to herself as rat woman. <laughs> Because of her sister gave her that lump of cheese. This is very tongue-in-cheek, like, very British. Yeah. I love it. So while they're out, um, Angus starts stalking the neighbor's poodle, which will become an ongoing issue for them um, with the neighbors. Yeah. It's now September, and Georgia's still trying to figure out what she's going to wear on that first day, despite, again, her having a uniform. Yeah. Um, she also says that she wishes her mom could be, quote, emancipated, a feminist, a working mother, etc., and manage to do her ironing. Wow. So, yeah. And then finally, later that same afternoon, she confronts her parents about the apron, and her mom explains that it's his Masonic apron, which is never mentioned again. And I'm still confused why. <laughs> he just has a Masonic apron. Yeah. Please hold. Okay. Masonic. Masonic apron. apron. Wow, these are some pretty interesting looking aprons. Oh my god, is this, is this George Washington wearing a Masonic apron? Oh my god. So he's a Freemason. Yeah. Do they have those in England? I don't fucking know. Where did the Freemasons start? Were they? I don't know. I don't I'm not prepared to get into this. Freemasons. Well, you remember that one time we found a secret society of theater people that oh, invented God. Mother's Day and we, Social we, Security? We can't get into that. The skin of an animal. I, okay, so they started. Oh, this is too long. But yeah. they'll, they, I guess they. Dear I, for some research. reason, I thought they were an American thing. No. But no, they started in, like, the 13th century. Yeah, no, they're So they're they have them in England. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so, um, 
Then her cousin James comes to her visit and they have like a decent time and they talk about what they want to be once they're grown and moved out. She wants to be a comedy actress or someone like those it girls who don't do anything except just be it. Okay, but I had a similar thing when I was three. I wanted to be the Pope because he didn't do anything and was paid to sit oh, around. The Pope will come up later. <laughs> um, she I'm Are they Catholic? I don't It's really random. They don't talk to the Pope in England. Well, it's, it's coming up actually shortly. So she meets up with her friends for coffee later that week. She has a cappuccino. She hates them, but because everybody else is getting cappuccino, she has to have one too. Um, And they discuss plans for their berets. So they have to wear berets to and from school. Like, they don't have to wear them in school. They just have to wear them as they're crossing the gates. Okay. Um, But they hate these berets. So the previous year, they had done what they call the pancake method which is where you flatten it against the back of your head and then pin it in place so you can't really see it from the front oh but then the new strategy is called the sausage where you roll it up and pin it to the back of your head so you can't see it at all from from the front um okay yeah this is a big deal Um, The weekend before school, she uh, talks to her mom about makeup, and her mom says that back in her day, they used shaders, which is just contouring. (laughs) So I guess people used to contour, and then they stopped, and now they're doing it again. (laughs) So. I can't, I mean, yeah, do people contour in the early 2000s? Well, this is her, her, no, in the early 2000s? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so contour was a thing back in, like, the 80s. Yeah. 70s maybe because because Georgia has is very insecure about her nose so she's like how do I make it smaller and her mom was like well back oh, in the day can you do that with contouring yeah you can contour the I never knew why people contoured their nose yeah it's to make it look smaller oh yeah the more you know yeah I just get very confused when contouring videos come up on TikTok it's witchcraft to me <laughs> <laughs> the men can't know we can shape shift yeah <laughs> um. So, she goes out with Jazz to the local green grocer, so Jazz can check out Tom, who's her current crush. Okay. Um, they're chatting, and Georgia just randomly goes, does the Pope hate Catholics during this conversation? Does the Pope? Does the Pope hate Catholics, is what she says verbatim. Depends on the Pope. Yeah. Well, well this is uh, definitely John Paul II. He's probably not dead yet. What year did this come out? Uh, probably. Uh, when did he die? 2008? 2007? 1999. Oh, yeah, John Paul II. I don't yeah. think he hated Catholics. Yeah, so... I don't remember. I think she she was just feeling awkward, didn't have anything to say, so she just said that. Oh, that's when us Americans just go, how about them? Insert yeah. sports team you don't care about. Airplane food, am I right? Anyway, <laughs> how so, about them Padres? So, while they're talking, an extremely hot guy comes out from the back room, who she... This is the... Sex god? Aforementioned sex god, yes. Wow. Um, he's Tom's older brother and brought him a cup of tea before winking at Georgia and leaving. Yeah, he's like, I can't let my little brother talk to two cute girls without bringing him a... Or selling apples or something. He says something to (laughs) How about them apples? (laughs) How about them apples? Um, On Sunday, she decides to start doing yoga and vows to do it every day before school. Uh, But the next day, she oversleeps. Nice. uh, No time to do yoga. Has to run to school. Um, And when she gets there, she's all sweaty and whatever. And to her horror, that hot guy is there by the gate with his friends, sees her, and is like, you're keen. And she's like, what is going on? Um, Which I should specify, she goes to an all-girls school. So there's just some random dudes loitering outside the gate. Oh. I assume because there's a nearby 
boys. Yeah. Um, by Tuesday, she remembers that she hates school, and um, <laughs> she she and her friends are also banned from sitting together during assembly. Oh. Um, and the next day, she's invited by two girls to do a, quote, a new thing after lunch the next day. They don't specify what this new thing is. Okay. Um, she Kids also- on the block? We'll find out. She also finds out that the hot guy's name is Robbie, and she also gets invited to a party where um, both Tom and Robbie may be in attendance. Oh. Also, that new thing was called off till the following week. Oh. So I'm glad that got mentioned. Okay. Um, that weekend, she takes Libby out for a walk and runs into Robbie, and while they're talking, Libby goes, I am the queen, and Georgia did a big poo this morning. <laughs> so Georgia obviously flees immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Just like apropos of nothing. <laughs> oh my god. Um, the next day, her cousin James comes back and uh, tries to kiss her. What? Which is horrifying for a number of reasons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> number one of which being her cousin. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. So she, she hates it. Everybody, nobody is in support of this whole no! situation. We never hear from James again. Good! So, moving on. (laughs) Later that week, um, the girls all meet up for that new thing, which turns out to be the black art of levitation. (laughs) I'm... The black art (laughs) of levitation. Levitation. Just levitating. (laughs) Just levitating. (laughs) Nothing else. We're just gonna levitate. (laughs) Like, they give no explanation for why they're doing this, like, what it's supposed to do for them. They're just gonna levitate someone. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so they like choose one girl to be like the, the sacrifice, whatever, who's gonna be levitated. And um, like they seem to like manage to levitate her. What? <laughs> I don't know. Like all Georgia says is like she she pulled up with minimal effort with her finger and the girl went up. So like somebody pulled off his levitation. Mary, you just unlocked a memory of doing this with friends. Just randomly levitating. It's like literally you I mean it doesn't work, but it's like a, a thing where like each person puts just like one yeah, little one finger, finger under yeah. them. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> they actually levitate her. And that's <laughs> It's just, like, never really talked about. I, man, wow, I forgot that was a thing. Yeah, I mean, the whole levitation does freak her out a bit. She has a trouble falling asleep. This this book, I feel like the, I, I, I'm unclear of the lesbian part, but, like, otherwise this author is very self-aware of what she was writing. Yes. Um, so then the next day, Georgia finds out about this guy, Peter, um, who offers kissing lessons. Um, he's going to be around the next day, so she ends up going in. She has a kissing lesson, whatever. Um, and then she leaves and another girl goes in, so he just has a line of... Mono! Yeah. Um, the day of that party uh, comes up and Georgia actually goes with Peter, because he's really into her um and he starts making out with her outside the house dude she this is how mono outbreaks happen yeah and um they awkwardly run into robbie who wasn't supposed to be at the party um but he dropped by to give tom his key 
Um, also, it's important to note that he's dating a girl at Georgia's school named Lindsay. She'll be important later. Okay. Um, the following week, one of the administrators at school uh, puts a ban on levitation. <laughs> It is very concerning that they've achieved it. <laughs> Just imagine being at school and like your principal is like, hey guys, no more life. <laughs> no more limitation. <laughs> so like that, that feels like that's something that would be out of the ghost stories dumb. Yeah, just like, especially like the the actual line in the book is like, Slim put a ban on levitation. Like, it's just so out of context. Because <laughs> they also call this woman Slim. Um, I just can't get over that. <laughs> they actually levitated someone. So, yeah. Um, again, not sure how or why this okay. came up, but okay. it's been banned. Um, Georgia gets Jazz to break up with Peter for her a few days later because she just generally finds him annoying. Yeah. Um, but Jazz made up the excuse that Georgia's a lesbian. <laughs> Back to the lesbians. Which gets all over school. Um, so she has to contend with that now. Um, oh, gosh. Meanwhile, Jazz and Tom, they've been dating since that party. Um, so they go on a date to see the Stiff Dylans, which is Robbie's band. Ooh. I don't remember what the context of this was. I just wanted to say it's another phrase in, in uh, French. Qu'est-ce uh, le point? <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> Fast forward to November and Jazz is getting annoyed with Tom because Tom has to work at the green grocer and thusly can't go on all sorts of dates with her. Oh, at any no. moment. Um, so sad. Yeah, so she decides finally to just break up with him. She's conflicted about it, but... Um, yeah. They're just give me flashbacks to when a certain friend of ours briefly dated a, like, firefighter, and she was like, it didn't work out because he was never around to have dates because he had to go to his job. And I was like, you were annoyed at him for fighting fires? Yes. <laughs> Oh, that's kind of what happens here. Except this is a grocery store. Yeah. Um, Robbie ends up being a little mad at Georgia as well because Jazz told Tom that Georgia said that she shouldn't go out with someone who worked at a fruit stand because it wasn't good enough for her, which is true. She did say that, but she didn't need to tell Tom that. No. Um, Georgia and her friends all decide to rank each other's appearances. Oh, God. Which, these are Georgia's stats. This is how I got bullied in middle school. Let me, I have to find the page. So, for skin, she got mostly sevens and eights. Hair, she got all eights. Eyes, mostly eights. Nose, she got fours and threes, except somebody gave her a zero, which is devastating. Figure was... A seven, mouth was a six, and then teeth were an eight and a nine. How, how do you rate someone's mouth? I'm assuming it means, like, their lips. Yeah, but, like, what what is a good lip? Like, what does this mean? I mean, that's really subjective. Yeah, I just don't understand. Oh, God, anyway. Um, but jazz also well, becomes... Well, I remember people would... Those, like, lip, lip plumper. That's still a thing. They still use that? That, yeah. like, makes it all tingly? Yeah. People still do that? Yeah. Oh. I mean, in addition to just getting lip filler, but... I didn't know that was still a thing. I feel like that should have died in the early 2000s. No, Fenty just came out with a new one. Oh. Should I try it? If you really feel the need. I know. 
Um, Jazz kind of becomes a little obnoxious because she got mostly eights. And Georgia says she got annoying in the way that people do when they do well on an exam and they get sort of kind to everyone who didn't do as well. So, okay. Yeah. Um, at the end of the month, Georgia's dad tells her that he's going to New Zealand because their family might move there um, because work is hard to find in England at the home- moment. So he's going to go to New Zealand and try his chances there. I don't know if New Zealand would be easier to find work. It's a very small... I, I don't know what the economy was like at this time. Who knows? Um, There was some kind of... Oh, no. I guess it was a few years before one of the market downturns, but... I just feel like I, if I was looking for work, I wouldn't go to New Zealand. There's more sheep than people. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Unless know what, you're becoming a shepherd. I don't know what he. But does. I don't think the sheep need someone. They rule themselves. No idea. Maybe he's just the Lord he's, of the Rings fan. He's just going. No to, wait, it's ninety nine. Yeah. That was it. The, well, the first one came out in ninety nine. Maybe. Maybe. Well, they, they came. This book came out in ninety nine. So did this happen in ninety nine or ninety eight? Maybe he was hoping to work on the set. Anyway, <laughs> Georgia goes to this bonfire night and she meets this guy, Mark, who's kind of cool, but he looks like a young Mick Jagger because he has a huge mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. It's now December and the school announces that they'll have a dance on December 12th and the Stiff Dillons will be playing at the dance. Um, that night, while on a walk with Libby, uh, she sees that guy, Mark, who's making out with some girl outside. Okay. Um, thankfully, Libby doesn't say anything. making out in this book. I mean, it's literally in the title. I know, but, like, did, do high schoolers do this? Maybe in 1999 they did. <laughs> so, Mark comes over the next day and asks if she has a boyfriend and then touches her boob and leaves. <laughs> That's assault! Yeah, she's like, what is it? She calls him the uh, the breast molester. That's not okay. Yeah. She's very confused by the whole interaction. And then he comes by again later. No! And tells her that he broke up with his girlfriend and asks her to go to the dance. And she just, like, says yes. Right. Like, she doesn't want to go, but she just said yes. This is not okay. Yeah. This one will be pretty short-lived. Okay. Um, so the next week, her mom talks to her about her dad going to New Zealand, and then she says that she and Libby and Georgia, they'll all go visit once he's, like, settled in. And then Georgia's like, I don't need to go, because I see neighbors, and therefore I know what New Zealand is like. And her mom's like, that movie is set in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The only neighbors I know is some Seth Rogen and Zephron. Yeah, one. well... <laughs> Apparently there's another one that I've also not seen that's set in Australia, not New Zealand. Either way, she doesn't want to go to New Zealand. Um, the day of the dance comes up, and that morning, Georgia decides that she's going to become a writer for Cosmo, because you don't have to make any sense at all to be yeah. a writer for Cosmo. That's fair. Um, she also has a crisis about Mark. Is BuzzFeed the new Cosmo? Cosmo's is still around. But are they relevant? In some circles. I don't fucking know. <laughs> she, uh... She has a crisis about Mark because she doesn't like him, uh, but then again, he could become a famous footballer and she could keep him for his money, but <laughs> later decides that she can't marry him because the pressure is too much. Um, she meets Mark at the dance. He dances like a maniac, and then during a break from the band, he steals the mic and gets into a fight with Robbie. So okay. all in all, great time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next day, Jazz calls her and says, I'll never get a boyfriend. I may become a vet. Like, if you can't get a boyfriend, you, you, that's how you become you, a vet. You I don't a understand vet. 
the logic here. Well, obviously, you can't have a boyfriend if you're a vet. Yeah. How are you going to prioritize your man if you're so busy going through vet school and taking You know, the- you're, you're making points. You're making <laughs> points. Um, so then on Monday, uh, Mark breaks things off to get back with his ex because she, quote, let him do things to her. This to man her. needs to be in jail. Yeah. Yeah. So later that week on her way to school, Robbie comments about the company she keeps um, and she goes, you've mistaken me for someone who's interested in what you have to say. <laughs> what a line. Um, also, Jazz has been missing from school for a few days. That's not good. And um, Georgia hasn't even heard from her on the phone until finally she gets to talk to her mom, who just says that she's not eating, not even Pop-Tarts. That's not good. Concerning. Um, Christmas comes. Christmas is chill, even though, like, they're tight on money, whatever. Um, the next day, her parents go out for, like, their last hurrah before her dad leaves for New Zealand, and they get very drunk. Um, and then it's January, and Georgia finds out that Jazz may have glandular fever, which I don't really know what that is. Apparently, it's just swollen glands. Um, and so she goes to visit. She wears, like, a little scarf over her face. And uh, Jazz explains that it's not glandular fever. She's just depressed about Tom. <laughs> for months? Well, for just December. Oh, just December. After that, after the, the day. Oh, I wasn't sure how much time had passed. No, it's from December 12th. Oh, okay, that's fine. Yeah. That's teenagers. Yeah, so it's now um, back at school. Um, Angus snuck a hedgehog into Georgia's gym bag. Little surprise there. Oh. Um, some stuff happens in the middle of the month, but I just skipped it because it didn't matter. Um, but at the end of the month... <laughs> Georgia has a free period, and she gets the supervising teacher to leave by asking her who invented God. (laughs) Okay. Like, she just asks her, and the teacher just leaves. Okay, my sister... (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) She doesn't listen to this. Ah, She's told enough people a story anyway, so my sister is a nurse. Not good at math. <laughs> She's working at a hospital, and some of like someone asked her to do math in her like mentally to mm-hmm. figure out some like it was like division. Um, and she was so stressed, she just left. She didn't answer them. She just left their own. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I weren't just asking questions someone's not prepared to answer, and they're gonna leave. <laughs> yeah. So now it's February, and um, things have heated up between um, her family and the neighbors because Angus got hold of their guinea pig. They managed to save him, but it's it's just a tense situation all around. Yeah. Her mom's like, maybe we should get rid of Angus. And obviously, Georgia won't let that happen. Um, also, a decorator comes to visit to, like, decorate a room for them, and his name is Jim, and her mom even puts on lipsticks to see him, so her... So, like, my initial... I I was wondering, I was like, the dad moving alone has divorce vibes? <laughs> yeah, so Jordan's Is this like, another book where it's like, it seems like there's a divorce, but we there's will nothing be, addressed? We will get closure on this one. Oh, okay. Um... So that weekend, she, uh, Georgia and Jazz put on short skirts and walk up and down the main road to see how many times they can get catcalled, which is a fun and safe activity. Who wants to get catcalled? Apparently Georgia and Jazz. Um, later that month, Robbie invites Jazz for coffee, which Georgia takes far too personally. And she's like, Jazz, you're not really going to go, right? And Jazz was like, I don't know. He might think I'm cool. Um, meanwhile, her mom may or may not have started that affair with Jim, the decorator. Nice. They just seem too happy together. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, this month, Georgia also starts growing armpit and leg hair, which is very surprising to her. Like, she's very startled. How old is she? She's 14. 14? Okay. That's... It's, like, on the later end. Yeah, yeah. but... She, just her shock at it happening at all was a little weird. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Jazz has her meeting with Robbie, and it turns out that he just wanted to talk about Tom, because Tom still likes Jazz. Um... And she also tells Georgia that Lindsay and Robbie aren't engaged, which I forgot to mention earlier, but Lindsay has been wearing an engagement ring, like, around school and telling people that she and Robbie are engaged. Oh, well, uh, yeah, that sounds like a certain someone that, uh, I know more so than you. <laughs> we, we will not discuss. We both kind of know. Anyway. <laughs> uh, it's now March, and Georgia has a dream about winning Wimbledon. Um, she's actually pretty good at I tennis. Heard wind bowling. And yeah, I was like, bowling. wind bowling? <laughs> no, Wimbledon. Wimbledon. <laughs> um, <laughs> My favorite Olympic sport is wind bowling. Yeah, it's wind bowling. Um, also, one of her friends bizarrely gets a hickey on the end of her nose. It's just a thing. Um, yeah. I mean, apparently it was like on purpose on her nose. I don't know. It was a dumb thing. Okay. So moving on to April, because March literally lasted like four pages. um, Georgia and Jazz devise a plan to stalk Lindsay to find out the truth about her and Robbie. Like, are they really engaged or are they not? Uh, So they go to her house and they hide like in her backyard and discover that she has a Teletubby hot water bottle cover, uh, which is... Embarrassing. Embarrassing. Um, And then they also see her take off the engagement ring because she's going on a date with Robbie. This much knowledge they do have. Um, So she takes it off and then kisses it. um, And then she also uh, stuffs her bra, which is great ammunition for them to have against this girl. Um, Oh, classic. But this confirms to them that she does not wear the ring around him, Mm -hmm. just everybody else. I wonder if I do... Do they use still, like, stuffs or bras? That's the- well, she stuffs her specifically with, like, the, like, chicken cutlet things that you're yeah. supposed to stuff your bra with. Yeah. Which people still do, but, um, yeah. I'm not sure about the toilet paper tissue thing. <laughs> I feel like Gen Zers are too smart. To- I feel like now they it's- They know how to- It's readily available. You can get the real yeah. things. Yeah. Um, There's also the, like, the two bra trick that the yeah. internet told people to do. Yep. Contouring. Another oh my god, contour your boobs. People do it. Uh. <laughs> so it's now May. Um, Georgia's been in the school tennis tournament. And um, at this point, if she wins her next match, she's going to play Lindsay in the final, which she oh needs god. to do. So she ends up winning. Um, but when she's celebrating, she throws her racket into the air and it hits the coach, which oh. knocks her out of the chair and unconscious. Oh. Um, so she's disqualified. <laughs> and uh, Lindsay goes on to win the tournament, which is... Very upsetting. Yeah. Um, it's now June, and she and her friends all have a sleepover, and they start talking about lesbians again, <laughs> and how you become one, and then Jazz is like, maybe I should just give it a go, and they're like, what does that even mean? She's like, I don't know, like, try kissing a girl, and everyone just becomes generally confused by how lesbians do anything with each other. I'm so, like, I can't tell, with this certain plot, I can't tell if the author is, like... Making a like knows which is like actually homophobic or if she's it like it does come off at least I took it to be like genuine confusion. Yeah, um, I took no offense to it. Yeah, okay, <laughs> but <laughs> I I honestly just found it funny because okay. there was just such like I don't understand. Well, there because there it does remind me of the um the scene because uh, there's an episode of Dairy Girls where they find out that someone in their school is a lesbian and they're trying mm-hmm. to figure out who and there's the um 
like, just a scene about everyone getting confused about, I guess, yeah, 90s were just, like, people getting confused about what a lesbian is because they keep thinking it's a vegetarian, so okay, I can see. Yeah, they're just, like, I don't understand. And that is a really funny episode. (laughs) Yeah, so they're just, like, we don't get, like, there's nothing, like, they're, no one's it, being offensive. Like, yeah, they shouldn't confused. be that way. Okay. Just like, I don't get it. Well, I like, hope, I hope at work. least one of them finds out that they are indeed a lesbian. Yeah. So then there's another stiff Dylan's concert, and Georgia goes. And after, Robbie takes her outside and kisses her. And he's like, I've wanted to do this for such a long time, but like, it's wrong. But Georgia's like ecstatic. Um, the following week, Lindsay comes over to Georgia and tells her that Robbie told her that Georgia forced herself on him oh after God. the concert. Um, so Georgia's pissed at Robbie. Um, and it's now July. And Georgia decides that she really is just going to become a lesbian now. Good for uh, her. <laughs> she tries to think of, like, kissing women. Um, but it just, it doesn't work for her. Well, then so, I guess she might not be a lesbian. Yeah, she's possibly not a lesbian. Georgia stays home from school one day without her mom's permission, and in the middle of the day, her mom and Jim turn up, and Georgia's like, haha, I finally found out about her affair. Um, anyway, they have it out. Her mom explains they're not having an affair. Because um, she, she has this whole moment where she's like, I really miss and love your dad, and blah, blah, blah. Not an affair. They clear that up. Which um, question? <laughs> I mean, we don't know the full story, but that's... Maybe she's the lesbian. It seems... <laughs> <laughs> Seems genuine. Um, Georgia finally gets to talk to Robbie, and she tells him about the fake engagement ring. And so Robbie's like, "Fuck, I need to break up with her. Like, this is really bad." She's been telling people we're engaged. Yeah, yeah, that's not a good, not a good look. Yeah, and then he says that they can't go out like him and Georgia because he's almost eighteen and she's fourteen. Yeah. Um, and he's like, "That would be wrong." And she's like, "Oh my god, it's no big deal. I'm actually fifteen and a half." And he's like you're literally not but bye so he breaks up with Lindsay, and then angus goes missing um they can't find him anywhere two weeks pass and then robbie finds him um some family like found him in the street and um she just missed their flyers that they put out so he's just been terrorizing two dogs at their house nice oh that sounds like cheeto yeah so um Georgia decides to dye a streak of her hair white with hydrogen peroxide for when Robbie shows up with Angus um, because she thinks it's going to make her look more mature um, to help get over this age gap thing. Um, So she does it, but it really fries her hair, like, really bad. Yeah. Um, And so she tries to be smooth when he shows up, but she ends up literally just breaking the hair off because she, like, runs a hand through it. Oh, my God. And it snaps off, and he's just like, oh, my God, you're so weird. (laughs) And then kisses her. Oh, so suddenly the age doesn't matter? Well, they're not officially together. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, um, the book ends with her mom buying the family plane tickets to visit her dad, and that's the end. Wow. How many books have I read? Was it, were thongs mentioned once? So they are mentioned at one point um, because when they are spying on Lindsay, she's wearing a thong. And Jordan's like, I don't understand why people wear thongs. They're very uncomfortable. Okay. So that's when that comes up. Don't think it warrants being in the title. Yeah. (laughs) Fair. That was a fever dream. So that, yeah, that was that book. And it's like a whole long-ass series. These are the other books. So there's seven. Oh, seven? Yeah, so number two is On the Bright Side, I'm Now the Girlfriend of a Sex God, which I think I did read. 
Um, number three is knocked out by my nunga nungas. Don't know what that means. Um, four is. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. No. Number four is dancing in my nudie pants. No. Five is away laughing on a fast camel. <laughs> That's my favorite one. <laughs> Number six is that then he ate my boy in trancers. <laughs> what is that? What? And then number seven is startled by his furry shorts. <laughs> what? These are not real. This series can't be real. This cannot. Oh my god. Um, British humor is something else. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, this it honestly was like pretty funny to read. Yeah, it seems like it. This was definitely the most fun I had reading a book. Nice. This whole time. Because was it good? No. But, no. like, I don't think it ever was really trying to be. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it was pretty self-aware for yeah, the most part. Yeah, so. seems like it. Um, but, yeah, that's well, Angus Thongs and Full Frontal Snogging. Maybe I'll watch the movie. Will you? No. <laughs> <laughs> the only part of that movie I remember is the scene where she's in the all-up costume. Nice. From the very beginning, which may have just been from a preview. Yeah. And I may have never actually watched the whole thing. Oh. I don't know. I will not be watching it again. Nice. Wow, what a book. Yeah. I don't know. I mean... I have those. I have no final thoughts. We... Yeah. We said, we said. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> don't forget to follow us. Social media. Social media. We got our... We got our first email well, from, a fan, from a fan. First email from a, from a listener, yes. Yes. Which is uh, very exciting. Very sweet. Yes. Very much appreciated. Yes, yes, we love it. So send us emails and we'll respond. So if you want us. cat pics, yeah. we'll send them. We got two cats. Give some two book. cats. Two cats. <laughs> I got two cats. Um, oh, yeah, so social media. Yeah, social media. Oh, wait, we didn't say the email address. <laughs> whyabookpodcast at gmail.com. Instagram, we're whyabookpodcast. TikTok, we're whyabook. Uh, the t- Tweetster, we're whyabookpodcast. Um, should it. I make us a Facebook group? LinkedIn. No. Link- <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on LinkedIn, not our podcast. Oh, God, don't look me up on LinkedIn. Oh, my God. I love adding... You know I love adding random people on LinkedIn. I guess when I did that, I got tried, someone tried to recruit me into a pyramid scheme. No, no. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not going to try to recruit Ashley from Watch Mojo into a pyramid Ugh. scheme, and he still hasn't accepted. Who else did I add? It was a voice actor. Was a it Todd, Todd Habercorn? It's Todd. Uh, Todd Habercorn has not accepted my LinkedIn request. <laughs> Maybe I should go for Andrew Savage from Survivor. Do it. I mean, you have a connection to him. <laughs> Like, it, it wouldn't actually be weird for you to... Probably, yeah, but that kind of takes away from the fun. <laughs> yeah. Do you think Jeff Probst has a link to- <laughs> No. Anyway, um, next week, we might be doing a another British book that I've been hoarding from the library for over a month now, but I kind of want to do Rick Rorden, so I'm not really sure. It'll be a mystery. It's gonna be a mystery. It'll be a la marche avec mystery. <laughs> la marche avec mystery. We. <laughs> I did. There was a whole German aspect to this book I failed to mention. Lately, I've been thinking, should I learn German? She just calls her. She takes German class. Yeah. In school, so she starts calling her mom and dad, uh, Muti and Vasi. <laughs> <laughs> I just think of fruits basket. I think of Moji. Well, 
<laughs> that's, that's all, folks. That's it. Uh, we'll be back next week. Send us an email. Bye. Farewell.